0: Welcome to the Living Waters Church Sunday Sermon. There is a seed that God has given that can be planted in you that can bring a harvest in your life. With Pastor Jay Petty. He wanted you to cultivate your heart, prepare it to receive what he has for you. The seeds of his word that he wants to plant in you. The things that He wants to do through your life. Join us here each week for the Living Waters Church Sunday Sermon Podcast. We water it by our praise. We water it by remembering what the Word of God tells us. We water it by giving Him glory every day. Thank you, Lord. Now, let's join Pastor Jay Petty for this week's Sunday Sermon. I want to talk about redemption in a little different way this morning. See, redemption is a sure thing, no matter what. Because Jesus died for the sin of mankind. He purchased sin, period. Now, it may be unfruitful in some of our lives because we don't understand the fullness of that promise that God purchased us from sin. And simply, it means that all sin and that sin has no power over us. But in some places in our life, that is, uh, it seems to be not so true. And so I'm going to take you a little bit further in how to find the fullness of that this morning. It doesn't mean it's not. It just means that you haven't come into the fullness of what God has promised you. See, it's very important that we know the will of God because the will of God is the basis of everything we believe, no matter who we are. As Christians, it is, it is knowing what God Speaks what God says, what God wants, what God wants to happen in each of our lives. And let me tell you that God shows no partiality, so no one person gets something that, that another person can't have, okay? It's equally the same. His grace is sufficient. But that spiritual growth in our own life, we have to be realize that we have to begin to renew our thinking. And that simply means to change the way we think, to be in agreement with what God says His will is. If God says something, sometimes we have a hard time coming into agreement with that. It just doesn't seem feasible or possible. And so we struggle with it. And I think that's normal. But how are we gonna know what the will of God is as we know what His Word tells us? What He's, what He's saying? He's declaring. And somehow we have to uh, re educate ourselves and align ourselves to the truth of what he's saying. So that when we come into what he's saying, it becomes a part of who we are. It's easier to come in agreement with. If God says, All your sins are forgiven, you can, you can do it. Let me put it this way most of us, it was easy to get saved. Because from the time we were little children, we went to church. And from that time on, someone told us that Jesus died for our sins. And we heard it over and over again. We've seen the altar calls. We've seen people experience it. Okay? So when that word manifested in us, we literally just accepted it as being truth and received it into our hearts and we're born again see what I'm saying? But if you look at the Word of God, it's got many seeds. It's got many seeds. And each one of those seeds have to be planted in you. First in your mind and then in your heart. Your mind and your heart have to be in agreement in the planting of those seeds in your life. God promises a blessing is knowing and acting upon his word. Wow, that's different, isn't it? I'm saved. Why? Because any who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, I am saved. Right? Isn't that what it says? But I may not know the fullness of that until I begin to plant those seeds in me and begin to nurture that word in my heart, begin to water it so that it comes into the fullness and the fruit begins to bear in me. I want to tell you something, words are seeds. Everything, everything comes from a seed. Everything comes from a seed. You came from a seed. Trees come from a seed. Little fishies come from a seed. Your garden comes from a seed. Your trees. Everything that grows. Everything that has life is planted somewhere. And produces life produces some kind of fruit. So, I begin with that because I want you to know that just because it's not acting and operating in your, heart, in your life right at this moment doesn't mean that God doesn't want it to. It just means you need to prepare the soil of your heart to receive the seed of his word in you. I speak redemption, but you may not understand that word. I speak that he has delivered us from sin. You may not understand that word. And when it begins to take a hold of you, it gets down into your heart, gets in your mind, gets down into your heart, and then it begins to produce. Hey, man, I've been redeemed from this. Hey, man, I'm freed from this. Hey, man, I don't have to walk in this anymore. Wow, changes the story, see? The point is, is that God operates out of faith. I don't know why we have such a hard time with that. Grace doesn't put a demand on you. Grace flows freely through faith. That's how it works. (coughs) He supplies a miracle by faith. He supplies the Word of God by faith. We can grow as much as we want to grow in the things of God by planting the seeds and allowing the faith of God to take us there. There's nothing... Impossible to them that believe. Nothing. Romans ten seventeen says, Then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of the anointed. Now what does that mean? Simply means that you have to hear it to produce faith. You have to hear the word of God to produce faith. To have faith produced in you. That's when you know that you know. That's when you know and you see the fruit of it in your life. There's no doubt in you. There's nothing left except the the reality of that truth bearing witness in your life. See. Romans twelve two says, Therefore, do not be conformed to this world. You know what that means? The thinking of this world. Wow. Kind of messes with this, doesn't it? How much thinking do we think about this world? But be transformed, or be changed. Be, have a metamorphosis in your life. Let's see. But re- be renewed in your mind. Hey, if God said it, then it's so. If God says I'm saved, then I am. If God says I'm healed, then I am. If God says I'm delivered, then I am. If God says he'll take care of this, then it is. I believe that. I know that's hard, isn't it? Simple faith, but I believe that. I believe it. No matter what it is in your life, when you begin to believe God, it begins to change what's going on in you according to the seed that's planted in your life. You're just not going to get up and walk away from something. You know how hard that is? Anybody ever smoke in here? (coughs) Anybody? How hard was it to quit? How long did it take you? Were you really that tough that you didn't have to to find some way to walk through it. I, I I admire someone who has willpower to say, I'm not smoking no more, throws it down and never picks it up again. But there's not too many people like that. Some of us have to do it by faith. We have to let the power of God work in our hearts. Change our lives. The Word of God is a seed. That seed comes from the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God. It comes from His written Word when you read it. It comes when God begins to speak to us through it. The word of God is a divine seed of life. I'm gonna go to Mark 4, 3. Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And it happened as he sowed that some seed fell on the wayside and the birds came of the air and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of the earth. But, uh, but when the sun was up and it was scorched it became as it had no root and it withered away. And some seed fell among the thorns and the thorns grew up and choked choked it and it yielded no crop but other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up increasing and produced some some sixty some hundredfold and he said to them he who has an ear let Him here. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. We don't arrive, we grow. And we face conflict, and we face struggles, and seeds get planted. When I was a young guy, I had a real problem with finding peace. And most of my life was an emotional roller coaster. I was struggling with stuff that I never had to struggle with before. And it was making me sick. I'd just get ready to go off to sleep. Then all of a sudden I'd get woke up and I feel like my body was shutting down. I felt like I was dying. I went to the hospital a couple times because of it. Created from stress. Created from not knowing how to find peace, true peace in my life. Seed. God planted a seed of peace in me. And I've told the story before. It it came in different phases. But eventually I understood it. I understood how to find it. I understood how to get it. I I understood how to walk in it. But I also understood what I didn't want anymore. I didn't want that roller coaster in me anymore. I didn't want emotional upheavals going off in my life where I'm, just being drugged from here to there. I wanted, I just wanted peace. So I I decided that I I was going to find out how to have the peace of God. That's a redemptive promise if you don't know that. It's what I'm speaking to. It's what we don't know. Ignorance is not bliss. And I struggled. But one day, God began to reveal it to me. He get, and it came from his word. It came from Philippians, the fourth chapter. That's where it started at. Worry about nothing, but through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your requests made known to God. And the God of peace, which transcends all your understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever, whatever, Put your mind on these things, and the God of peace will be with you. In other words, my mind was not renewed to the truth of the word. My mind was far from that, even though I desired peace. But the moment, and I say this, let it go. Why? Because when you let that garbage go, it opens a doorway so that peace can fill your mind and your heart, no matter what you're walking in, no matter what's coming at you, no matter where it's coming from. God never intended his people to live without peace. And the reason we do is because we don't bear the fruit of it from the seed of God's word. And that's the truth. Any redemptive thing that God has paid for is yours. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're walking in it. it doesn't mean that you're walking a sinless life. It doesn't mean you're walking divinely in divine health. Simply because the seed the seed, the seed that you need, the redemptive seed of God's Word in you so that God can cause the fruit of that to come forth in your life, no matter what it may be. Second part of that, the sower, went, the sower sows the Word. These are the ones by the wayside where the Word is thrown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and steals the word. This, you know the roadside. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's just right there off, off the side of the road where the, the earth is hard and the seed can't get in the ground. What happens? The birds come. And they walk along the side of the road and you can see them. They're picking those seeds up. Nothing's going to grow there. <coughs> Isn't that amazing? You can hear the word of God and reject it. You can hear what I'm saying this morning and so, say, well, that's not for me. You can hear God speaking to you, and you say, well, I don't want that. There's a lots of reasons why seed falls in those places. Mostly it's because our heart is not ready or prepared to receive that seed as much as we'd like to believe we are. Comes a place where you have to begin to Cultivate. Our hearts prepare our hearts for what God wants to plant in our lives if not we're gonna struggle and we're gonna be pretty miserable until we come to that place to see what the Word of God says kind of like marriage two people come from two different directions in a marriage and all of a sudden there's chaos confusion. The Christian will go to the Word and say, what does God say about this? How does God feel about this? What does God want me to be as a husband? What does He want me to be as a wife? And when they begin to take that and nurture that and water that and plant that in their life, it begins to change who they are in their relationship with the one they're living with. It brings them into a oneness but it comes through a seed, a seed planted in the heart that comes from the word of God. doesn't matter what it is. I mean, as many things that you're struggling with in your life, there is a seed that God has given that can be planted in you that can bring a harvest in your life. No matter what it is. Every need can be met These likewise are the ones sown on, stone, on the stony ground, who when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. They have no root in themselves, so they endure only a short time. And I've seen this over and over again. I've seen people hear the word of God. God is moving, and they hear the word of God. And they get up and they say, yeah, man, I got that. Oh, yeah, that was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks later, you can't even find them. Stony ground. Yeah, God's speaking to you. Yeah, but your heart's not ready to receive it. Do you know there's some word our hearts are not ready to receive? Do you know that? We haven't cultivated our heart to receive it. And even though we hear it, and it sounds good to us, still reject it someone says you really believe that stupid stuff you really go in there with that what's wrong with you dude don't you get it persecution for the word's sake and whatever tell you that what you believe was stupid was it right? Well, shut up, I don't want to hear it. Blah, 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 you know. Kind of makes you feel kind of kind of weird on the inside, don't it? When people don't really agree with you. Well, you know, that guy, is, he, he's a Jesus freak. That was in my day. That, that guy's a Jesus freak. <laughs> don't be listening to him. And someone may be listening and hears the word. And receives it, as soon as they go back to work, they go home. Their parents. They, uh, uh, I had a friend of mine who was uh, went on a uh, with uh, whatever his name is, the big evangelist died, Billy Graham, and uh, he was Mormon, Mormon guy. And wow, man, I was, he went on this this crusade, you know, and he went to the He got saved, and God was really doing amazing things in his life. Boom, 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 boom. And then he comes back home, and he tells his parents, I got saved. Man, everyone just turned. He said it was like living in a refrigerator, isolated from everybody in his house. But the root of the word stuck. And even though they persecuted him, he didn't give up. He started a a, a worship group. He he began to sing and play. He began to minister. And you know what happened? His whole family ended up getting saved simply because he didn't allow the persecution to rob him of the seed that was planted in his heart. We got to begin to realize that What God wants us, it may not be easy, but it is what we hold on to. It's what we nurture. It's what we water in us. What are you going after? What are you really going after? And after the tribulation and persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. These are the ones were among thorns when they come to hear the word. And the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things choke the word out. Isn't that amazing? It's just too hard, God. I can't do this. It's just too much, Lord. Lord, I want to do other things. I I don't want to do this. I want to live a different way, Lord, but I I don't want to live this way, Lord. Isn't it funny how things just creep in? Isn't it funny how they just creep in and rob you of your joy, rob you of your peace, rob you of your relationship with God? God. Isn't it amazing how things just creep in there and choke what God has given us out? Tribulation, troubles, problems. Wow. But God didn't prepare you for that. He didn't want you to live in that place. He wanted you to cultivate your heart. He wanted you to prepare it. To receive what He has for you. The seeds of His Word that He wants to plant in you. The things that He wants to do through your life. I'm telling you right now, you're living far below what God's expectation is for you. We all are. It's amazing. But these are the ones sown on good ground. They hear the word. Remember what it says up there? He who has an ear, let him hear. These are are the ones that are sown on good ground. They hear. They hear the word. They hear the word. They allow the word to be planted in their heart. <clears throat> they accept the word. Wow, that's the other hard part about all of this is accepting truth. God really loves me. God really wants me to be that person. God. I, God really wants me to live above sin. Most of the things that we do, we get saved by faith, and then we end up trying to do it ourselves. We put an unbelievable demand that we have to be this, we have to be that. We do everything we do trying to accomplish that very thing instead of believing what the Word of God tells us, instead of living by faith, hearing the Word, accepting the Word, believing the Word. And allowing the word to produce in us the fruit of some 30, some 60, some hundredfold in our lives. Now what am I talking about? Many times, we quit way before we should. We give up. It's just too much for us, we think. And we don't get the fullness of everything that God has for us. I can speak to words like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. I can speak to words of healing, deliverance. I can speak to almost anything that is written, financial security, I can speak to almost anything that the Word of God speaks to for the believer's life. It's supposed to be by faith. This whole walk is supposed to be by faith. It wasn't supposed to be some demand we put ourselves up under. It was supposed to to receive the Word of God, accept the Word of God, be planted in us, and just believe that God's going to take care of it. That we water it by our praise. We water it by remembering what the word of God tells us. We water it by giving him glory every day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this. Thank you, Lord, for delivering me. Thank you, Lord, for lifting me up out of this place. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is what your word has promised me. and God, I thank you for that promise. But we complain. We tell God it's not fair. That we should just get it. And God says if you want it. You're going to have to do it by faith. That's how I work. You want deliverance. From what's holding you. Then plant the seeds. Of deliverance in your life nurture them water them give Thanksgiving over them not some of the time all of the time let that word grow in you you know a, a farmer puts I, I love my daughter she goes she has this garden there she pl- out there planting seeds and all this stuff and you know one of the things about planting seeds you can't see them germinate and you can't see them grow and the only time that you know that they are is when they pop through the ground. It's no different in your heart. Just know that the, the seeds that God is planting in you are in you. And that God is, as long as you're doing your part, God is going to make those things grow up so that you can get the fullness of that very thing that you're believing him for. Doesn't matter what it is. I believe that there's nothing in humankind that God doesn't have a remedy for by faith. Amen. Amen. But we don't see it that way. God doesn't need you to make yourself more holy. You're as holy as you're ever going to get. Oh, you see the deficit in your life. So what? Strugg- the str- that's the struggle, isn't it? The struggle is to see the deficit in my life and to find in the Word of God seeds that help me to overcome that. You can't do it yourself. John 8, 31 says, And Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him. If you abide in my word. Then you are are my disciples. And you shall know the truth. It's only when you get to truth. Do you get to be free. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's only when you get to truth. Of the thing that's... Ho- See, we, we have all this stuff in our head. And it may not be the truth. It may not be the truth of God's word. It's something someone told us. Someone taught us. And it may be completely opposite to the truth of what God is speaking through his word. We renew our mind to that word. And one day we wake up and we say, my gosh, that has no more power over me. I'm free. Only then are you free. Abiding, living, living in the Word. Allowing the Word to nurture you and feed you. Allowing the Word to give you truth. Allowing the Word to strengthen you. Allowing the Word to do the work that the Word is sent here to do. Plant seeds in your heart and give you victory over every area of your life. Sometimes that's more difficult, isn't it? Freedom comes from knowing the truth. God sent his word and he healed them. Psalms 107, 20. He sent his word and he healed them and delivered them from all of their destruction. What does sin bring, honestly? Can someone tell me? Sin brings sickness and disease. Sickness and disease brings death. Jesus died and purchased sin. He carried our sicknesses and disease. And he holds us for the second resurrection. We're saved. We're healed. We're delivered. But you know, it's hard for us to believe that when we're walking in what's happening to our bodies or we're walking in this place where it seems that sin has a hold on us you know what what Jesus did he did and it's a guarantee if we can get it in here and if we can get it in here I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I'm healed, I'm healed. I'm healed by the trickling of his blood. I'm delivered, I'm delivered by the the power of his name. His word declares that I'm free. Wow. But you know, that's that's where it is. That's where the struggle is. Isn't it? We struggle with so many things because, because we think we have to do something about it. Instead of allowing the Word of God to do its work in us and to produce the fruit in us by faith. Faith means persuasion. I want you to understand, persuasion. The word faith says persuasion. 11, uh, Hebrews eleven two 1 says, Faith, or persuasion, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we, there has to be a persuasion in us, in our hearts. That's what faith is. An assurance in our heart. An expectancy in our heart. that God is going to move this thing. He's going to change this thing. He's going to deliver this thing. He's going to do this thing. Because I've planted, the seeds of his, his words are planted in my heart and it's growing in me first the blade right then the whole thing then the fruit once you start producing fruit and it's ripe guess what you're done with that just like I know how to get the peace no matter what it doesn't have any power over me because I know how to get there I know what I have to let go of and I know what I have to take a hold of And when I'm in that place, I let go of that and take a hold of that, and I receive the peace of God. And it's not something I have to wait for. It's instant, just like His presence. It's instant. I'm never going to finish this, so I might as well just shut it up. (laughs) For in righteousness, of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just which are you shall live by faith i would do want to read this piece of scripture proverbs 4:20 through 22 my son give attention to my words incline your ear to my sayings do not let them depart from your eyes. Incline your ears to my sayings. Oh, I was uh, And keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And health to their flesh. You know about healing? That's where it's at right there. So I'm gonna put it to you this way. When Abraham was believing God for his son Isaac, he focused on one word, your seed. God promised Isaiah through Abraham and Sarah. So everything around him was saying no because he kept getting older and older and his wife kept getting older and older and she, was, she couldn't have a kid anyway. God wanted to show us the impossibility of man. And this is what it's all about. It's the things that are impossible to you, that you can't do, you can't get, you can't reach it. And the only one who can is God. And as God puts his word in your heart, he plants those seeds to give you hope So that you have something to focus on, to look at, to enshrine in your heart, to believe for. See, if you don't keep it here and here, it's going there. If you want it to produce in you, two places you have to keep it. Here and here. You have to keep looking at it. God, this is what you've said. God, this is what your word promises. God, this is what I'm believing you for. God, I'm thanking you for this. God, I'm honoring you in this. And Father, I'm keeping this enshrined in my heart. The fullness of it, Lord. Because it is the promise of your word. It's health to you. How many of you are sick? Have something wrong with you? Come on. Raise your hand if you've got something wrong with you. Don't be afraid. All right. this This, this verse right here tells you how to get to that place to be free of that thing. But if you don't keep it here, and you don't keep it here, you know where it's going? Out of your mind. It's going out of your heart. How many of you guys go deer hunting or elk hunting? So from the time, bef- when, once you get drawn, okay, what, is your, what, what do you keep thinking about? What do, you, what do you keep right here all the time? Man, I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I mean, you're thinking, man, I'll be glad when it gets there. Man, I want to go out there and kill it. Man, blah, blah. And the closer it gets, the more excited with anticipation you get. And you, you, you load up your camper. You load up your gun. You clean your gun. You sharpen your knives. You do all of that stuff with an expectation of a kill. That's what drives us out there into the snow to walk up to your knees looking for something to hunt. Don't tell me it's not happening. Wouldn't it be easier if God just said aim and shoot? Lord, where do you want me to go? Why don't, here, here's the simplicity of that. If he tells you to go left, go left. If he tells you to turn around, turn around. If he tells you, you're going to see it, wait for it. If you know, if you're living with that intip- intent, inted- anticipation, God, I know that, I know, I man, I'm going to, I know something's coming. I can feel it. I know it in my heart. You know what happens when you, when you live that way? You live on the threshold of faith. And what's getting ready to happen is the fulfillment of your faith and what you're believing for. You know, God is just as interested in hunting as he is in other things in your life. You may not believe that, but he is. You don't have to be the great and mighty hunter. You just have to have God. Say it. Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to hunt? If you listen to God, he'll lead you, he'll direct you. But he'll do that in everything in your life, if you'll allow him. Thank you for joining us today here at the Living Waters Church in Globe, Arizona. We hope you enjoyed the message by Pastor Jay Petty. May you have a great week, and may everything you do be blessed by God.